0: Hey there, and welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany Dixon. It's Podcast Thursday. Thanks so much for joining and listening. Y'all, in this podcast, this is about adding value to women. We do everyday life going 18,000 different directions, wearing so many different hats, in the mundane even of the life. But we do it through the lens of Christ. We get anchored, we get equipped so that we can flourish and become our better selves. Thanks for joining Hey, I hope that you have had a great month of prayer. If you I have not yet grabbed that free prayer calendar. I know there's just days left in July, but listen, you don't have to just use it for July. You can use it for any month. It's just nice to have scripture just readily in front of us that we can pray, that we can read through, we we can meditate on. Um, And just the chaos and the busyness of the day. I don't know about you, but for me, when I read and meditate on scripture, it just brings so much peace to my heart and my soul. It It is literally life. It is like sitting at a well. It's like sitting at a fountain with a cup that I can just keep scooping and scooping and scooping. This word is healing. It it washes over us. This, this word is anchoring. And I posted about this, but it's, it's just so true that this is the only book that you will read that actually reads you. And, and, and season to season, I will read something. And I promise you in a whole other season and a whole other set of circumstances and, and stressors, a scripture will completely read different. So it's evolving, it's alive, it's active. So welcome to the podcast. We are wrapping up this month of prayer, and I pray that it has been a blessing to you. That has been my heart's prayer for each and every one of you. I have prayed, God, please allow this to just abound greatly for each and every heart. And just like last month was about being planted and anchoring, I pray that this has truly launched you to look at prayer different and to see its value and its vitality in your life, y'all, we need prayer. And and prayer, while we can bring God our prayer requests and we have a litany of them, right? We have desires of our hearts. I simply want to encourage you that we have a God, we have a father, a heavenly father that created the whole world. He created you. He knows what's best for you. He loves you. And I remember when I started to look at God differently, not just as a grantor of my prayer requests or a hinderer of my my prayers or what I want in life. When I started to look at him as my heavenly daddy, my father who loves me, who wants what's best for me, even though, yeah, I want the yes all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I want you to give me everything I want. It feels a little different when I know that he's my heavenly dad and that he wants what's best for me because as a parent myself, I can, I, I truly want what's best for my kids. Even if I can't have all of the hugs and the giggles and yay, mom, you're the best mom and they're mad and they're slamming doors. Well, they ain't slamming no doors. Okay. Not in this house. So we have a whole issue. Whole whole door will come off hinges. Ask my, ask one of my kids, you know, but in their mind, if they, if they wanted to slam the door, I'm saying, um, that's hard. It's hard to not please and make your kids happy. But I ha- I know that I'm doing what's right for them, even if they don't know what's right for them. Right. So we have talked through one simple format. There is no script to prayer. I pray that this month I have truly, um, allowed you to see that prayer is talking to God that is what it is. it is talking to God. There is, there's is nothing fancy about it. You can pray the Lord's prayer, or you can pray, um, you know, flip through different scripture and read, um, scripted prayers and, in any of the, from Genesis to, to, um, to revelation, just, you can read certain verses as a, that's the purpose of the prayer calendar. You can do anything. It is just sometimes my prayer isn't even a prayer. It's just my unhurriedness. It's just my quiet time with God. And through worship with him, talking to him, it ends up evolving into some type of prayer. Or if I'm praying and asking, petitioning for somebody, um, interceding, et cetera. Y'all, there's there's no oneness. There's no one way to it, which is what I love, is that this is an active relationship with God. So I pray that that has encouraged you this month. Y'all, I would love to connect with you. So reach out to me, me connect with me on Instagram at Courageous Radiance, as well as there's a Facebook group for you just you friend, um, content on there, as well as just a way to ask questions, get connected into this anchored women community. Cause that's what we do. We get anchored into the Bible. We look through the lens of Christ through his word. And, and it's not just about this word is going to make me better and it's going to transform me just for me. Yes. I get transformed through this word. Yes. I'm going to be a better version. Yes, you will. But it all is for God's glory. It's for God's glory that I look and get chiseled to look like Christ and that you get chiseled to look like Christ. So we're going to do it together. In the chaos of this day, today, today, we have to not only um, get ourselves better, not we like we can get ourselves better, but posture our hearts in front of Christ to get so that he can work in us. But then, man, look at how that faithful obedience then spreads to the next person, which spreads to the next person. And that's where our radiance just truly points others back to to the love of God. So if you have not listened to the talk talk about it Tuesday a couple days ago with Catherine, we were talking through S, which is supplication. That's the last thing of that A-C-T-S. A for adoration, if you haven't caught it. C for confession. T for thanksgiving. And S is for supplication which is basically the action of asking. It's asking God, it's having this, this prayer, this petition, something that you're begging him for. And, you know, I struggled with this because I didn't want God to feel like I was greedy. But again, going back to thinking that he loves me, he already knows the desire that you have, friend So what desire do you have? Just blurt it out what, what is it that you need? You think you need from him. And the reason why I add the think you need, because there's things that I've prayed over seasons and I really thought it was what I needed or wanted, but it actually really wasn't. And that was revealed later. So I'm like, Oh God, thank you so much that you didn't allow me to get that job. Oh, thank you that we actually didn't sell our house. We were going to sell our house three years ago. 4 years ago and then uh, then again we we're trying next year and then now covid right so i i just thank god that man we didn't have the foresight so i was reading through jeremiah 33 uh chapter, verse 3 but in the context so when when you approach scripture you have to think of context these every book of the bible this is a story Right. So even though we like to pull out one scripture or a couple scriptures, you have to think of context as well as the interpretation of what was going on at that time. So but in context to that time, as well as even today, Jeremiah in this Jeremiah 33 uh, verse three could not have known about on the other side of Of the Israelites being in captivity with the Babylonians, right? He could not have known that God was planning this, this big scale restoration, this redemption that he was giving to his people. He couldn't have known that he, he can't, he, you know, all he knows is what he sees. We see it because we're reading it from this vantage point, but Verse three says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and incomprehensible things you do not know. You do not know. And the reason why I just wanted to read that verse as we think about this supplication, this this asking God things. I wonder if in some of the asking, if God's no, like no, like never, or no, not right now, just wait. Or even when he gives us yes. Yes. Do we think of what we're asking in the scale, in the big, in the big, um, picture of God's story from Genesis to revelation, God's story, y'all, we fit in God's story. It's not the story of Brittany. It's not the story of Julie. It's not the story of, of Kristen. It's, it's, it's the story of God and his redemptive love, and his power, and his grace, and his mercy, and even the things that he allows that I don't like that he allows, or that I'm sure I don't even want for to have been allowed for you, just the, the big story as it comes together. So how does my need, how does your need or desire fit into God's greater plan? You don't know. Right. This is where, as Tony Evans preached about years ago, this unconditional versus conditional will of God. You don't know the conditional will is God's waiting for you to do as like Jesus says in Matthew seven, verses seven and eight, where he's saying, ask, ask me, seek me, knock. So you you don't, you know, just ask. And then I even think about James four, um, I think about James four one really from a standpoint of uh, unanswered prayers, where it, it's approaching it from you know while what is this quarreling quarrelling or fighting amongst you you know you're you're fighting with your spouse you're fighting with your your manager you're fighting with your sibling your parent your just life itself. You know, this unforeseen enemy of just who's holding you back, who took that loved one from you, who is stopping you from that job promotion. Right. Just this, just this, this, this wall blockage. And God is like, you don't even have because you don't even know what you're asking for. You don't have a because you don't ask. And then B, you're not even know what you are asking for you do not have a because you do not ask and then b you not even know what you you do not even have full clarity of what you even think, what you want. You think you know what you want, but you don't. And then when you ask, you ask with wrong motives. And then he goes on to say, you know, let's turn here. That's just, I know that that's kind of impromptu, but it's too good. James 4. I just want to read one verse. It says, actually a couple. Um, So that this is at verse 3. You ask and don't receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. You adulterous people. Don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? So whoever wants to be the friend of the world becomes the enemy of God. So again, I go back to this question. How does my need, my desire, good desires, I desire for my child to be restored. I desire for my marriage to be restored. I I desire to be able to make more money so that I can give more and help more and and have a more flexible schedule so that I have more time to serve, more time to do ministry. Like it's not like I'm praying to rob a bank. So I desire for my body to be healed so that I can be able to see my children um, grow older and and to raise them, right? So how does this fit into God's great plan? This incomprehensible, I can't see from God's vantage point and never will because he's too big. The plan is too big. But how does it fit into that? And I really think that a lot of this supplication piece comes to where there's just so much that we're just not gonna know. I don't know why God allows what he does. I don't know why God blocks what he does, but I do know that we have a God who loves us and a God who desires a relationship with us. So where I can encourage you and where I really want to encourage you is keep asking. If God has said like just no, never, then I wanna encourage you to read Second Corinthians um, 12 verse nine. And Paul is, is talking about, you know, things that he's prayed three times and, and has this ailment, this, this thorn of the flesh and it's, and it's preventing him. It's, it's, it's jacking up his ministry, his comfort to, you know, to, to do things, but God wouldn't take it away. But God does say that my grace is sufficient for you. So essentially when you are weak, when you can't, when you're at your lowest that's when I'm stronger. That's when I'm stronger actually because it's God who is helping me soar through, not me. It's keeping me reliant and dependent on God. And to that, I will say that this is the only revelation that I have, I I believe, at least so far, in terms of why God has allowed, I'll say that, allowed, permitted, us to have two different children that, you know, now Caleb's needs are more from, um, an educational and academic piece, but there's still more, a little bit more there. And then where Gabriel is just fully on the spectrum and the clarity, the only clarity that the Holy Spirit has allowed me to have is that this keeps me reliant on him and that actually there's more work being done in me. You know, I'm over here praying for them, praying for them to be able to have all these opportunities, praying for their functionality and thinking that I'm over here doing great things for them, in which I am. And God's like, I'm actually working on you. I got them. They're mine. But man, what about you? What about your pride? What about your self-reliance? What about your bent and your procl- your proclivity to control? So while I've got them, regardless if you think you got them, I'm actually doing something greater in you. I'm actually refining and pruning you. I can't let you go all the way off here because then you're gonna think you did it. And then now you're not gonna be relying on me. Right? So that's that's me though. That's my story. What about you? Have you play, played the story forward if God gives you that restored marriage? Do you, do you run with it for about six months and then and then God's going to get deuces, two fingers until you need something from him again? Right. Or or what if God does give you that job promotion? And you're like, God, if you just give me this and I'll be able to tithe and give all over and above and i gonna do all the things, all things. OK, three months later, six months later, a year later, God ain't got five dollars. And, and here's the thing. He don't need it. <laughs> he doesn't need it. He can take it all away. He owns all of it. So I, I wonder if some of the no's, no, never, or even some of the no wait is because God is actually waiting on us to not have the desires, as we just read in James 4, not have the alignment with the world, right? We've come here to spread his glory. And this is about his story. And this is about the gospel, not mine. So whatever it is that I am allowed, breath, my feet to work, my eyesight, I can hear, I can talk, all of that is grace, all that's mercy that I don't even deserve. So anything over and above that, man, that's like extra. It's like bonus points. That's like cheesecake, right? That's like cheesecake. So I wonder when I think about the needs that I have, not that I don't bring them from minute to big, and not that I don't want you to bring them. I think to just look at it from the light of, man, this incomprehensible, as Jeremiah talks about plan, this plan of restoration, this plan of redemption that he has for your life, this plan that he has something bigger and greater for you that what you're asking may not fit into. It may not fit into this kingdom agenda that he has for your life. And are you going to trust him even if all hope is gone, even if he never gives it to you? Or if you do get it and it looks different, does the kingdom grow through that prayer being granted, through that prayer request being granted? You know, when it's a no or like a no, never, his grace is sufficient. You know, it it is a sufficient power that you have. When it's a no, not now, but it's going to happen eventually, then you wait and you keep praying and asking. And believing and expecting, even we come to God with an expectant heart. I don't go to God and be like, "Well, you know," I mean, kinda. No, I'm gonna go. I still go with the biggest and boldest prayers for my son. That literally, it takes a miracle. It is going to take a miracle, a, a red sea apart. This is a Mount Everest prayer. So, are you giving God Mount Everest prayers? Or are you just giving him little baby heels? Trust him in either. Believe him in both. But man, if it's a no from Mount Everest, then it's not because he can't. It's not because he doesn't love you. It's because it doesn't fit within the kingdom agenda, whether or not now or not ever. And I know that that's so like against culture, right? Because we just want, won't God do it? Won't he do it? And he, yeah, he he will if it fits in his will. If it fits in his plan for your life. And the amazing piece about um, you know, what what this revelation, the the restoration piece that Jeremiah couldn't have known going through. But then on the other side is I love again how he God says to call to me. He said, still call to me, still give me it ever. Give me the prayers. Give me your needs. Give me your fears. Give me your worries. And the thing is, he's going to sustain us. Sustain us up until that answered prayer. He's going to sustain us in the absence of it being unanswered. In the meantime, the whole time you are being pruned and you are going to be transformed. And now it's not going to be a matter of, well, you only have this great relationship with God when you're getting everything you want. Because let's be honest, I don't know if this fits for you, but I'm sure there's somewhere on here, there's somebody that has a prayer request right now that is a prayer request that can never happen because that loved one has passed away, right? Or because, um, you know, now you have a disability and you can't work through that. So now the the win is going to look different. The journey is going to look different. Are you going to trust him with it? So, friend, sister in Christ, I pray that God's great sufficiency go forth in your life, and I pray that in the time that you're waiting, that you that your expectancy, that your that your love and your trust of God, I pray that all of that be at its heightened sense, and it doesn't back down. But in the meantime, I pray, God, I pray that God and you just link up in this relationship, this connectedness, this remaining in God, that this go forward and that you really hone in. So application, you know, I got to always say something application wise. So application would be, um, I am a journaler. I don't know if you're a journaler. Are you a journaler? Okay. If you're not a journaler, maybe you type stuff in your phone or Maybe you audio do stuff. There has to be some. I really encourage you. There doesn't have to be, but I really encourage you to use some unhurried time with God this week and and really flesh out what do you want? Like truly. Like, cause we can iceberg see the very top. Well, I want, you know, I see the tip of the iceberg, but below that. So I want a cheese, I want some cheesecake. Okay, but why do you want cheesecake? Well, I'm hungry. Well, why are you hungry? Well, because I missed dinner. I didn't eat dinner. Why didn't you miss dinner? Well, because I worked late. You know, like just work yourself down. Why? You want this job. Why do you want this job? Okay. Well, then why that? Like, so just work. what do you want of God? So this clarity piece is, this clarity, The specific prayer needs. Sometimes I, I, for me, I just will sometimes broad stroke and just Ask God for something, but I don't even really know why I'm asking him. I don't even know if that's what I truly even want. So you want a spouse. You want to be married, but are you really sure? Are you really 100% sure? Do you have what it takes when that spouse ain't going to meet you with where you want him to be? What about when that spouse fails? So are you sure you want to be married? Are you sure you want to bring yourself into a marriage and you're not even sure that you have the commitment level, right, to deal with a difficult spouse? or to deal with the failed expectations in a marriage. So I want to encourage you to do that. So really just writing down this list. And sh- I would I would love you to, if, if you feel like sharing, um, just a couple of those things with me. Like, what do you want? What do you think you want from God? Okay. And then the second part is arrow or a line underneath or whatever that looks like. How will the kingdom still, how will the kingdom agenda still move forward in your life if God grants that? And then likewise, if it's a no, no wait for months and years and decade, or no, never. How will your relation still relationship with God still move forward? Because I think we can get stuck. And I think that our heart, our heart can become, it, it can almost become move from a heart of flesh to a heart of stone because, well, you know, God, he don't come through. Well, you know, God, he listens. I'm watching everybody else's wins on social media and I don't got no hashtag rates. You know, that's for everybody else. God is working with everybody else. So really in this practice, this habit of really figuring out what's in your heart, why is it in your heart and God, here it is. So that's the application y'all next week, start a new month and I am so excited about it. I hope that you have subscribed to the blog courageousradiance.com, get gets your freebies you can still get the july free prayer calendar as well that's still going on as well as you are going to be in the lineup for every single month free stuff that comes and goes on the podcast and the blog so thanks so much for joining i pray that this has been a blessing for you thank you so much for joining me in this journey and i pray that your prayer life just continue to excel I'll see y'all here next week on the podcast.